But I do want to talk a little bit about something called the Sally Ann test. Sure. For those of you who haven't heard about it, it it's very enlightening when you hear about it. And I want to, and for those of you who have heard about it, I want to talk a little bit about why it's so important um, in the field of autism to understand sure. what it's getting at. Sure, sure, absolutely. Okay. Tell us. Okay, so the Sally Ann task is basically um, it's a task that tests a child's ability to understand other people's beliefs and understand other people's false beliefs and understand how true beliefs and false beliefs are connected to one's sensory experience. So what you've seen, uh, you know because you saw it. Or what you heard, you're aware of because you heard it, right? And so if you weren't aware of something, or if you, or I'm sorry, if you didn't see or hear something, then you don't know it, right? So then your knowledge is going to be different than if you were there to witness it, okay? Yeah. All of this stuff sort of sounds like common sense to you and me, uh, but it turns out, um, it, just like everything else, perspective taking or the ability to understand other people's minds, their uh, uh, beliefs, attributions, perceptions, all of that, that ability, perspective taking, is something that's learned during our lifetime as children growing up and, and being socialized, and it's something that's not learned for a lot of folks on the spectrum unless it's directly taught. So it's just one of many skill areas um, that are very important to work on for uh, individuals on the spectrum if they're having a difficult time developing those skills on their own. Okay, so what does it actually do? Okay, the test itself? The test right. itself. Okay. All right, so what they do is they take, uh, there's different versions. There's a comic version, there's a cartoon version, or you can do it with dolls. I think the traditional way is to do it with dolls. And so you okay. get two dolls, one is Sally, one is Anne, okay? And you have a, uh, a ball that Sally's playing with, uh, and then you have a, a basket, and you have a box, okay? Right. And so the two dolls are playing, you know, with a ball, and then uh, Sally places her ball in the box, and then says, oh, I'm gonna go, you know, go away for a while. And she goes away for a while. Now right. I'm embarrassing myself. <laughs> it's okay. okay, we've all played this way. <laughs> I, I'm a Barbie fan from way back when. We've all done this, it's all good. <laughs> okay, so Sally hides her ball and then walks away and she, she's not present anymore. Okay. Now Anne takes the ball and hides it in the other location. Okay. okay. Now Sally comes back, all right? Now I'm, I'm the tester, you're the child with autism. Right. Okay? So then I ask you, where is Sally going to look for her ball? Okay. Okay. So if you have an accurate understanding of Sally's mental states, then you're going to indicate that she's going to look for the ball where she put it. Yeah. Right. Where she left it. Where she left it, because that's all she saw. Right. Uh, but if you don't understand that the doll's perspective is different from your own, because right. you witnessed the ball get moved, right? The doll yeah. did not. If you don't understand that your perspective is different, then you may actually say that the doll is going to do something based on your perspective. In right. other words, the doll's actually going to know. That that the ball was moved, yeah. even though the doll wasn't there to see it. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know where the ball is, but you have to filter it through what does what what are the Sally's circumstances? Exactly. What could she know? Exactly right. Exactly right. And so it turns out that a lot of folks on the spectrum, even uh, with um, you know no problem with IQ and and pretty good language, um, actually uh, fail the test, and yeah. they, because they don't understand the difference between their perspective and other people's perspective. So if they see something and they know it, they think other people do too. Uh, so there's other lots of real common everyday examples of this. For example, um, if you're talking to someone on the phone and you got a new toy that you really love, you might say, "Hey, look at this! Isn't it cool?" Right? Yeah. But the person on the phone can't see it. Right? right. All they do, all they can do, is hear you. Um, or you might. Um, or you might not give someone else uh, appropriate background information. Right. So let's say you're starting a conversation with your friend, right? And you might just jump right into the middle of the conversation. Like, for example, you might say something like, 
And then we, you know, ate some hamburgers and it was awesome. Yeah. Right. Without saying I was hanging out with my friend. Yeah. We went to a restaurant, you know, et cetera. Yes. Right. Because you don't understand that your friend doesn't have the background information. Your right. friend's knowledge is different from your own. Yeah. And, and I think what was fascinating to me the first time I heard about this was that in the original study, and correct me because you know much more about this than I do, but that there were three groups. Mm -hmm. There were a group of kids who were neurotypical. Mm -hmm. There were a group of kids who were on the autism spectrum. And there were a group of kids who had Down syndrome. That's or correct. other yeah. issues. And that what was fascinating to me, and they were all of a certain age, like four or five, where they should begin to understand somebody yeah. else's I don't remember the exact age, but I don't it was, either. yeah, it was an age where in typical development, kids can understand right. this stuff. Yeah. And that overwhelmingly, the neurotypical kids answered the question to the Sally Ann task correctly. They right. understood Sally's perspective right. was different than theirs, uh, which we would expect that. Sure. We would go, yeah. and, and that I was like, yeah, okay, so whatever, right? And that the kids with autism didn't get it. Right. This did not surprise me either. Right. But what got me, and I went, okay, this is interesting, is that the kids with Down syndrome also got it correct right. overwhelmingly. Right, right, yeah. yeah. That it Very really, interesting. for me, it was like, well, this is part, you know, we're always talking about the missing puzzle piece. We're trying to put the puzzle pieces of autism together, and I went, here's one of the puzzle pieces. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This is where our kids are different. This is a hole right. in their understanding of the world and how they relate to the world. This is a, you know, this is a real issue that right. we need to combat. Now, when I found that out and I got all excited as a parent about, so how do we attack that? What I found was that there weren't a whole lot of people who were talking about how to attack that. Uh, yeah, not very many, not yeah. very many at all. But you are. Uh, yeah, so we've been doing research on <laughs> yeah. this for a while and CARD has been actually offering treatment and uh, teaching these perspective taking skills for years. Um, it's part of the reason why I came to work here actually yeah. almost 10 years ago was because that clinical work was already ongoing and so yeah. I was excited about doing research on it. Um, and so yeah, basically um, the idea is you treat it just like any other skill. It is a major missing puzzle piece in autism. Uh, some people uh, make a little bit too much of it. For example, the Theory of Mind research camp, some of them actually say that it's the cause of autism, mm. that, that uh, um, you know, a missing uh, mechanism, Theory of Mind mechanism in the brain is like the core causal mechanism that, that causes autism to begin with, I think that's definitely making too much of it. Okay. Uh, I think that the right way to treat it is just another really important skill that a lot of kids on the spectrum are lacking. Okay. And so just like any other skill, if the kid needs it and it's important, you better figure out how to teach it, right? right. Um, but it is, kind of a, uh, it is kind of one of the core deficits of autism because it's part of the whole issue of being socially connected, yeah. right? And that's the defining feature of autism is, is uh, uh, socially connected, social understanding. Perspective yeah. taking is all about being able to put yourself in somebody else's shoes. Yeah. So it's kind of the most advanced form of social behavior, right? So like yeah. simpler, Social behavior might just be eye contact, right? right? Or saying hi when someone says hi to you. Yeah. Uh, but as you get older, in typical development, you get more and more subtle and more and more advanced forms of social behavior. And perspective taking is probably the most advanced form.